0: If you could share one intimate lifetime experience with a young woman that could save her life, would you? Ten women from the south side of Chicago have, and you will be forever changed by their sacrifice and courage. From producer-director Jenks Morton comes the next installment of the urgent and necessary conversation that will begin to steer the national dialogue in a new direction. With heartfelt, painstaking, and intimate details of their relationship choices, members of the Bird Group of Chicago share their riveting stories of triumph, trials, tribulation, and tragedies. For the first time in African-American cinema, The Soul of a Black Woman's Family Relationships and internal struggles are uncovered, and the pathway to true restoration is shown. This film is guaranteed to resonate and address head-on subjects tucked away in the heart of many African-American women and will empower them to release the enslaving bondage of their past. We Need to Talk, A Message to Our Daughters, by producer-director Jenks Morton. Thanks. welcome to a measure of truth.
1: What a powerful introduction that is! Uh, I think I'm getting goosebumps. That was that was very very uh, warming to hear the words that have been written wow. and to hear them. I've never heard them before. I mean, I've, they're written, but I've never. That sounded really good. Thank you for having me, Mike. And it's good to be back. It's been uh, I want to say too long. I, I can't even tell you. The Absolutely. last
0: Absolutely, it's said. been too long. Thanks for having me. You know good. when. In reading those words, it's not very difficult to, to to understand what they're saying and to interpret the emotion behind and the power of this film. It's just, and, and I'm seeing what's on Facebook. I'm seeing the buzz from the blogs that you've linked in. Man, it is it's just amazing. So tell us a little bit about this film and and why the big buzz. Why is it just stirring the part of um, our society right now?
1: Well, it's stirring the heart, mind, and soul of, of black women and I, I've said this on, on radio a couple times already, for me as a dude, as a man, it's hard for me to synapse that, that movie in like you know like a good 10-second soundbite for you because the, the film is, is as complex as a black woman's soul or her heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and what I will say is this, that that complexity has a degree of hurt in it that most men are not aware of because they've tucked it away and they, they put it in like a, like a gift box and put a little gift wrap on it and they put it in a closet somewhere and they think that they've, they've coped with it. But what the film is showing them is that uh, just putting it away and shucking it off and keeping it moving is really not dealing with it and that it's really more dealing with your life and, and, t- and dictating where you go as opposed to you just really just you know, repressing it into your subconscious. So what women are, are seeing are the reflections of themselves on screen for the, truly like, and that's another thing about, you know, with, with Hollywood and and movies, we really don't see ourselves in our authenticity on, on, on the big screen. And this time black women are relating with this movie because they see between the 10 subjects, they see themselves, you know, multiple times and their thought processes and their, their, their language and, and their, Relations and they, they, they're just able to connect with this thing in a way that it, it brings women to tears uh, when, the, when the lights come on after the film is over.
0: Wow. And, and where did the idea and the concept for doing this type of film, which is so different, come from?
1: Well, you know, I'm faith-based, so uh, the, the, the funny story is, like, basically the end of last year, uh, it was revealed to me that I was going to do three movies this year. And I mm. did the poster, the posters for all three movies in December um, one movie's called Guppy which comes out the end of um uh, August We need to talk which is uh, the premiere this week and another movie called Dear Daddy now the funny thing of how he works with me is I had no idea who who's going to be in it or how it's gonna be done. I just knew what they looked like I knew what those films conceptually were going to represent and um, I spoke in Chicago in April and these two women saw me speak and then they they tracked me down and said we want to we want you to do something with us because we've got a great thing going on here and i'm like well i don't work with women but i do got this movie i need to shoot and and we got to going back and forth and sure enough that that was we need to talk they were doing exactly what that poster and that concept was you know four months the poster that was done four months before i had even met them or even knew who they were really um, and
0: that's, Man, that's truth, crazy
1: yeah. Well, that's how he does me. It's like I'm like, I thoroughly convinced that God has a sense of humor because <laughs> the, way, the way he does me is just hilarious at times. I'm telling you, the yeah. if you can check Facebook, those movie posters for those three movies are up. They've been up since November, December of last year. Wow. Um, and, I was, and I I did not know uh, these women. I didn't even know who was going to be them. And the funny thing, I'm shooting another movie Tuesday, two days before the uh the uh, the premiere the dear daddy is being shot on Tuesday. I met those women because they saw we need to talk, and I I just it's just funny how he does me.
0: So, wow, but, that that is so, really something, man.
1: Yeah, and the thing of it is, I went up there with a concept of what I wanted to, it to be. It was really going to be originally, and this is you know the whole thing of my will versus what he wants. But I I thought I was going to be doing a movie around. Uh, teenage moms and the and the the uh, deleterious effects that that has on your life on making that choice. Mm-hmm. And it started in that space. When we first started filming, it started there. But there's a bigger arc that's going on that was revealed through that, that session that I, I saw. I and mean, I never really put this thing together like this. But, you know, for years I've gone around and talked about the urgent role that fathers have to play in young boys' lives. And I did not know that it is as significant, if not more, that fathers do some very, very specific things for their daughters to keep them out of teen pregnancy, to keep them out of loss of virginity, to keep them out of the abortion clinics. It's daddy, and that was what that's what's really, really resonating with, with black women. They, they, the movie allows them to put two and two together for the first time to really see, you know, why did I date older men, or why did I chase after men with money, or why did I chase after men who disrespected me, or why do I have problems in the workplace relating with other black women. Why, do I, why am I so judgmental on the metro bus when I see another black? All of this stuff weaves back to death, and they see it, and mm. it, it opens their hearts up for the first time to really allow a healing to take place. And it's just it's a transformational movie, and I've, I've been saying this. This is the best work that I've ever done, and you know, I've done several films. This is the best that I've ever done.
0: Wow, what was that?
1: It, um, it makes what it makes what black men think look like a student film. It really. Oh does. my god!
0: <laughs> and, and that film blew me away. And, uh, and
1: that I'm, that film that film won best best film of two thousand seven. And I'm telling you, this movie makes what black men think look like a like somebody with, from Howard University, you know, did a great job. And this thing, and I'm not, I'm not talking about cosmetics here. I'm talking about the message, the messengers the overall concept, and how it is allowing people to heal. What black men think allows it jars your psyche and, and allows you to reprocess. It allows you to rethink what black male identity is, but there really isn't a transformational healing in that. It, it can take the, the cloud off of your lenses so you can mm-hmm. see more clearly, and that allows for a better connection between black men and black women. I get that about that film. This movie, women have fallen out on the floor in tears. Like I'm Southern wow, Baptist, you know. Like you know, like when the ladies with the white gloves come get you. Oh yeah. You scream. <laughs> yeah. That I had that experience oh, having me showing this film because it's it's like and, and there's one woman she encapsulated it pretty good. She said, you know, it's it's so endearing to us. Not that it, it's we can see ourselves, but a man did this for us. Right. And I was like, whoa. She said, you have to really understand that. We have been let down from our fathers to men our entire lives, and that someone loved us this much to do this for us is one of the things that just you know rips all through their souls.
0: Now, tell us a little bit about why is the film so controversial. Let's start with the first point: is it's not a film for men.
1: Well, it is a film for men. It's just that I have to I'm gonna have to roll this out in tears. Um, Mm. You think like when you go to the hospital, you know how they triage. Uh, yeah. Like the, the most severe wounds go to the front of the line and then the less severe uh, mm-hmm. get, get treated later on. And I'm not saying that the, that the amount of trauma uh, to, to people is, is, is triaged like that. What I am saying is that this movie has to be shown, in the, especially in this large environment for women only, because they need to be, feel like they're in a safe environment to, to let go. I mean, one of the first things I'm going to do when I go up on stage is come take their daggone shoes off to relax. Yeah. And, and allow, allow the, you know, allow the spirit to work through them, you know. And if their hair is too tight, if their, if their necklaces loosen up, because they need to feel safe. And and the, the challenging thing of it is, as as we go through the pathways of reconciliation and restoration, I can go up there and you know really preach a good gospel, and 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 hearts can be won. But if Vin Diesel walks into the room and takes his shirt off, because that's the way we're conditioned, they'll fall right back into their old routine. No matter all that good stuff like I tell them, he can knock it out of the box. So we have to have a safe and a, and a, and a, a codifying environment for women to, to kind of heal in their own space without and devoid of men. Wow. wow. But, the, but the other tier is, is that and I, being a father of a young girl, uh, I actually, you know, fess up to this on, on camera. Like, you know, I've, I've been out here doing this work for a minute, I'm telling you, Mike, I didn't know. I, 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 in my heart, I, I, you know, it put me on my knees. I cried filming these women because I didn't know this is what's going on with them. I mean, right. I, and I've, I've shrugged it off. I feel really bad. One of the probably most irresponsible things I've done with my own daughter is, like, I, I, I've told her on a number of cases, not acting like a girl. That's, like, the worst thing from a gender identification thing a, man can, a father can do to his daughter. Right. Like, trying to toughen her up in the wrong way. Because you know, mm-hmm. she, she, she's a princess. That's what it is. She whines. And she, she's a, but I'm, I'm telling her to, to reject her own femininity, which is just traumatic. I should mm-hmm. be telling her to embrace her femininity. I should be uplifting her femininity. I should be telling her that she is the most beautiful creation on God's green earth. Never let anyone take that away from you. And that keeps her out of putting fake contacts in her eyes, putting on the blonde wigs, letting man, men exploit her. The only person that can protect her a young girl from the world that is trying to destroy her soul is her father. The mothers can't do mm-hmm. it, the sisters mm-hmm. can't do it, no mm-hmm. man wants to do it and the world wants to exploit it. And and when I saw this for the first time, the, the just the importance of a, a father when a girl's, you know, ten to twelve years old sitting at the edge of her bed and saying, Baby, how was your day today? Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for us as men to even do it with our wives. You know you know what right. I'm saying? That's hard right. I, I, I just, I had to put a conscious effort in to do that with my wife. Mm. And, and, and they're telling me, you need to be doing that with your, with your 12-year-old daughter. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. That's the way we've been socialized, and that is the traumatic scar that we're leaving. We're leaving a void in our daughter's lives for the first man to come along and tell them, you know, it's not love. It's actually love. He's going to say, I love you, but it's not love. And they're going to fall for it because they don't have and don't know um, the protective, guiding, strong, firm, fatherly love to protect them from the world. And that's what these women are seeing, and they're going, oh, my God, that's how Roscoe got away with it. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and, it and it hurts. And, it and another thing
0: Jenks women right. don't realize, too, is when they do the fake context, when they do all these other things that are extremely altering to their appearance, for the predator out there who's looking to take advantage of a woman like that, it's pretty much it shows him who the target is. And this oh. is one of the things and, I've talked about yeah. with one of
1: you are so on the point, because you right. know me, like, I, I, well, I'm, I'm recently redeemed. I'm, 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 my walk in my faith is maybe seven years old. But I used to be that dude. I was looking for the one who had the little purple streak in her hair. I knew that she had identity problems. I knew she had esteem problems. I knew she had mm-hmm. self-worth problems. And all I had to do was walk up to her and tell her, you know what, that's cute and all, but your natural hair is much more beautiful. And you know who that person is? That's what her daddy should have did. But exactly. Because I'm telling her that I'm able to just take advantage of her in all kinds of ways. True. Hmm. And, and, we, and you know. I mean, we know. We, we know, as, when, you know as, as a former predator that you know what to look for in the club. You know, and it wasn't the one with the booty shorts. That, that was the easy one. It was the one that was real, real attractive, was kind of quiet and kind of reserved, but it had this one little trigger out there that you could figure out and be like, oh, there it is. I know how to get that one hmm and, that, well, and that's the way that's the way and and if the father is imparting that if the father was the one to tell that girl take that daggone purple streak out of your hair your hair is beautiful without any uh dye or coloring or straightening you are a beautiful god's uh, creation of god then a dude can't come up and play that game and the other thing that i'm seeing like with my daughter my, my daughter doesn't live with me but we're, we're together it's She hugs me like a boyfriend sometimes, and it's not that romantic type, but it's just an endearing, protective love that she knows with me. So she's being programmed and conditioned on how to be touched appropriately by a man. So the first dude that comes along and tries to put his arm around her with a sexual uh, agenda or trying to to get something from her, it's going to make her feel awkward. She's going to feel peculiar. It's going to feel weird. She's going to say, get your hands off That's not the way I'm supposed to be touched. But if you don't have daddy to do that for you, then the first dude that comes along and says, baby, I love you, and throw his arm around you and tap you on your behind, you go for.
0: Jenks, I think I lost you for a second.
1: No, I'm right here.
0: Oh, okay, good, right, good.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm right here.
0: Okay. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, one Excuse of the things AT&T, that... sorry.
1: Go ahead.
0: <laughs> now, tell us a little bit about um, the film and the kind of buzz is causing in the blogs and the women who are talking about it in all these different locations where it sort of has sprouted out beyond the film itself
1: well it, it's taking on a life man. and, and I, I, I just keep going back to the original point man black women you know they, they know they're not Halle Berry they don't even want to be Halle Berry they know that they're not Gabrielle Union they know that they're not Angela Beck. but these are caricatures that they can sit back and, and look at and relate to somewhat but they know they, they can they, they're smart enough and intuitive enough to know that they they have never really, really seen themselves on camera. That's one side of it. The other side of it, the true authentic hurt that is going on in internally, excuse me. That they're that they're a most and i when I say most, I say more than half comfortable. That is going on with most black women has never been explored through cinema. Um mm-hmm. uh, and and here it is, uh what's the love got to do with it? Is that um ike turner ike tina turner that movie resonated with women because that is part of their experience um a large part a a movie about uh like color purple where uh incestuous molestation or rape those kind of things kind of resonate with black women because that's part Mm -hmm. of their experience but ultimately those two lanes allows the woman to, to to look outwards to to say i'm a victim of these circumstances okay what we need to talk is saying okay all right, we get that. We I understand that date, I mean, rape and molestation and incest and uh, uh, d- domestic violence. All these things occur. We we got that. And, and Hollywood has tried and tried to. What I've done is to turn the camera inwards and to say, okay, these are the life choices that I have made. And that's it's not me saying these are what the women are saying. And there there had to come a time in my life where I had to look at. Yes, I had some precursors. There was some may have been some traumas, but I've made some bad choices. And these choices, though they may have been because my father was there, there's a, a moment if I want to become reconciled with my salvation and my faith where I'm going to have to own up to these things, be redeemed from them, and then the true doorway to salvation opens up for me. And that is never, that's no part, because you know Hollywood doesn't touch faith at all. Right. To show, to show that this is the pathway through, to be redeemed. From, and so that, that gift box that you put away in the closet, you get a chance to take it out Open it up. Let that little traumatized girl go, because that little monster is, is really the thing that has held your life hostage and made you repeat the same mistakes over. You feel empty. You've you, you, you tried dating the, the baller. you tried dating the rich guy. you tried dating the old guy. you tried work. You, all these things to try, even the church, to try to fill that void that only really Christ can fill, and it doesn't work because that void was left there only to be filled by Christ. And that's what the movie is showing, that, okay, when you reconcile with that person that you have been holding on to so dearly and refusing to let go and really have been trained to put up brick walls, barbed wire, and, and cocktail fences to keep people off, and some hand grenades as well to keep a guy like me out of that space, that space is ultimately what is holding you hostage.
0: Hmm. Wow.
1: That's complicated, uh, or complicated?
0: No, that, absolutely not. It's just a lot of real dialogue as opposed to what Hollywood, as you said, would feed us based on stereotypes. And, um, you know, a film like this is pretty much undoing a lot of knots. So I I can see the power in it, in itself. And um, it's just amazing because it's so easy to buy into something else that's not as real and um, penetrating and as emotional as the truth.
1: Yeah, and, and, and what I love about the film is that there's what's that movie that i can't uh wait and exhale i cannot mm-hmm. stand that movie i'm a t- you put you can broadcast this one and blog it and tweet it all you i do not like that movie uh, and i don't <laughs> like it from, i don't like it from the perspective of a black male i don't, the, the castigation of black male and that thing is a mess but after the end of we need to talk black women are truly exhaling they are mm-hmm. really really it's like whoa mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's it you know the, the pregnant pause the lights come on and you look in the audience and then like, okay, ladies, are you okay? And they're all staring at you like, thank you. Thank you for letting mm-hmm. us really let this thing loose for the first time. Because Cosmo won't do it because they make money off of you keeping hold of that young girl. Hollywood won't do it because they, keep, they make money off of you holding on to that young girl. The newspapers, media, Essence, all of these things that you've been reaching for to try to, to find the answer really are invested in keeping you subjugated to that thing and keeping you bonded bounded to that, that that trauma so that you can never really be free in your heart, mind, and soul. And I I see the freedom that comes as soon as, as, soon as the lights come on. You can just see the tears in the, in, the, in the faces. You can see the look of relief. You can hear the exhale. You can hear the sigh come off of these women when they see this film.
0: Wow. And and you say it took you how long to make this film again?
1: About 35 days. Wow. I shot it on May the 10th. It was at the manufacturer on, and the manufacturer they took three weeks, but I mean it was at the manufacturer, the, probably the eighth of June.
0: Oh so wait I was a second. Shot. You talked. Yeah. We talked offline. You said you shot it on May 10th. On May
1: 10th. I, I filmed the, the subjects May the 10th. It was in the distributor's hand, the manufacturer's hands. I think June the eighth.
0: Wow. So you're saying this is a one day filming.
1: I filmed it all in one day. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, see. For eight hours,
1: I sat there with these, these ten women. I cried, I laughed, I cried again, and then I cried some more. And, I, you know, I filmed some of the best. You know, you've seen what black men think. I, I filmed some high-powered dudes, and I've been on the panels with high-powered dudes and blah, blah. But these women, I, for the first time in my life, I was able to, to, to see it, you know, from not just the clinical and the spiritual, but just, just to be able to touch it. Because, you know, we can read the studies that say, okay, it's, it's necessary for a father to be uh, actively engaged in a young girl's life. That's sterile. It's not telling you that you've got to hold her hand in the right. It's not telling you that you have to rub her hair. In the, it's not telling you you have to hold her in this. It's not telling you what happens when that, to that girl when you don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll say that, you know, you're the poorest outcomes, you know, from education on STDs and teen pregnancy and abstinence and all that, blah, 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 blah. That's the sterile. But to touch it for the first, it blew me away. I had, to, I had to walk out the room a couple of times messing mess around with them women because I, 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 was, I, I was in there, and I was, they, the, the beautiful thing about them is that they, they, they allowed me to come into that space because the average woman, never that's why I've had such challenges working with women for years, and that's why I've shied away from it. They won't let me in that space.
0: Mm-hmm. They, won't,
1: they won't let me. They, they, they've got all of the weaponry to keep a guy like me out of that space because they just, you know, they don't trust their father, they don't trust dudes, and they definitely don't trust some strange guy running his mouth. Um, so these women let me right there. I mean, we we were, and when I'm there, I'm there with you, holding you by your hand, so we can both walk out of this trauma together. So mm-hmm. I'm, that's why I'm 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 hurting as bad as they are because I never touched this woman's, you know, pain. I, right. I, I, just, I never I've never had to put my my arms around that thing before. Wow. And it, it, and that's why I said this movie's cut up into tears, because I'm gonna tell, I'm, I'm gonna put fathers on blast with this thing, mm-hmm. because I'll I, I let them off the hook first. Because I'm gonna tell you, I, like I, that's why I keep asking you are you understanding? The average black man does not understand what's going on, and I, and I, right. I would wager to probably say they don't even care. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm not even talking about males. I'm talking about men of daughters, fathers who are men of right. daughters. They, 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 we've been trained to be disengaged. There's an old adage that says, um, uh, "Mothers raise their daughters and love their sons." Well, mm-hmm. I think black fathers raise their boys when they're engaged and love their daughters. And and I I think what we do is you know we're, we're kind of aloof with them and like I love you. We'll tell them I love you all the time. Uh, or, or and but we aren't. We don't know the things that we have to do to validate to acknowledge, accept, and approve and ratify their, their, um, their self-worth. And so I'm getting ready to let fathers know, like Chris Rock said, you know, his job was to keep his daughter off the pole. No, it's, right. it's bigger than that. I'm going to yeah. tell you, if your daughter loses her virginity, or she's hyper-promiscuous, or if she's got multiple abortions, it's your fault.
0: Right. Right. And, and, I'm, I, calling I, I, like,
1: I, and I'm calling it I just it wanted to clarify hard.
0: one thing as well. You know, I'm that guy who always had very deep relationships with women. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, I, I hold a lot of secrets that women have told me. And mm-hmm. one of the mistakes oftentimes with me and meeting a woman is to engage her in a conversation where she has exposed some things that she did not intend to say, mm-hmm. but it was a time for her and the emotion for her to get those things off her chest. And then I never heard from them again. So I've understood for a while that there are some things and I haven't said I wouldn't say I've heard it all or in, even mm-hmm. a small portion of it but the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is is there are so many things that women hold in and you know close to their heart that they mm-hmm. would would um, painfully release if they had the opportunity but it's still mm-hmm. something without the right um, format
1: mechanism yeah format mechanism Just like you cool. said yeah. mm-hmm. to
0: to make them feel safe after the fact
1: that's it. That's exactly it. That's exactly yeah. it. And th- this is the, the premise of the film too. Um, what's going on with me is, you know, I'm 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 in these churches, right? These big churches, mega churches, thousands of people speaking, blah blah blah. And every megachurch I go to, Mike, I can guarantee, you, I, I can find a 15 year old girl who's pregnant. I can find. It. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and we're not talking. And we're not talking Sunday. I'm talking about like on a Tuesday. I'm there on like Tuesday, Wednesday Bible study night, and they're right there. Mm-hmm. So that means they they are a part of the church. It's not that they just show up every every Sunday or Mother's Day or whatever. And I know that that's a function of exactly what you're talking about. If that space is unreconciled, that space that that, that hurt. Um, and it, 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 I want to differentiate the type of hurt because when I when you were talking, I, I was thinking about my experience with women because women will tell you all about them being abused or they were molested by some adult, or they, even domestic violence, or beat. they'll tell you all that. I, I, you'll get that all. There was a time in my life where it seemed like every girl I was dating had been molested by their uncle. It was driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. But the space that we're in in the film is the internal. The, the, okay, I've got to hold the mirror up to myself and look at the choices that I've made. That mm-hmm. space is hard. That's a hard one. I mean, you know, I, I, it's just a hard space to get to. And if that's not, that space is not reconciled, then they're not sharing that in- intimate, personal experience with the next generation. Yes. And that that's why we we see the repeated patterns of behavior also without the guiding and tutel- tutelage of the the, ne- the previous generation. So it's exponential now. It's not that they're not um, the girls don't have the resources of both parents. They're not even getting the information to make you know informed decisions because.
0: Right. Right.
1: If, there, there's a, a barrier inside of a woman that even won't, she won't even address these issues with herself. Mm-hmm. So that's why you, when you see you know, like some of the buzz out there, it's like, man, this is going to, women are going to really start opening up their mouths and telling these girls. Like, not like, like, here's what they'll tell them. Don't have sex. Don't get pregnant. Don't mess with no dudes. That doesn't work. Those are right, negative ratifiers. Right. It just doesn't work, okay? And I got an older woman in the, in the movie. It's like, you don't want to get pregnant because you won't be able to, you'll be have to get a babysitter. And that, that's the same old rhetoric that does nothing. It does not work. But if I tell you, I was 13 years old when I lost my virginity. And the minute that it happened, the instant that it happened, I knew that I had left not only my father, my mother, my community, but myself down it hurt me so bad i went home and broke down in tears but here's what happens with us women we think we know it all at that age we think we've got it together and all of our friends are telling us how wonderful and hollywood is telling us how beautiful so you go back and you do it again to make sure the first time wasn't so bad it doesn't get better and you will spend the next 30 years seconds. doing this okay the next 30 years doing the same thing that mm-hmm. conversation has you've never seen it on tv have you you haven't seen it over no. have you you haven't Absolutely. seen it in the film hack. You've never seen it in Cosmo. You haven't seen it in none of the magazines, because that is the thing that will set a generation of young women free. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. what I have in the film.
0: And tell us where the film is going to be airing. I want to make sure we get that information out.
1: It's going to be Thursday, August the 5th at the Avalon Theater on Connecticut Avenue. And here's the caveat, gentlemen, I, I'm going to get with you soon, but this event is for women only. Uh, we've got about 96 of 450 seats left. Uh, And I think after tomorrow we're going to be sold out, but uh, that's a good thing, but it's going to be a good place to start this movement.
0: Awesome. Well, we're going to check back with you, too, and um, find out how that went. And, um, you know, I'm going to be looking for discussions about this as well. And it's interesting, I had a similar concept that was brought to me by producer Tom Ed Herring, um, Uh a show called 40 and Fabulous, where um, older women would talk to younger women, too, just about life success and, you know, the trials and tribulations, but more on the the mode of um, success and how to be successful in your career paths and the things that may have been sacrificed along the way. But this one is totally, I mean, it's, it's so much deeper.
1: Yeah, and the thing of it is, black women are getting down already. You understand that. They, yeah. If you look at the economic indicators, the educational achievement, college enrollment, mm-hmm. high school graduation, oh, they got that memo, and they are killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, African-American women enter into college, the only people that, group that uh, get, goes to college more than black women is Asian women. They are penetrating corporate rate. They are getting down. They, they, mm-hmm. They're wealth building. Well, They got credit there, but that's another thing. But they're getting down But their relationships wow. with black men. Wow. You you understand? Uh, yeah,
0: so the world absolutely. can tell
1: you how to how to succeed and be successful in yourself. They got right. that memo very very strong. But the mm-hmm. memo they do not have is how to relate to themselves and to relate to other men. And this is both ways, men and women. Wow. And that is a, that's a function of parenting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I, I mean, awesome. that's good. You can you can get all of these these great figureheads and say, and yeah, they'll help them out and they'll be good mentors and show them that the people aren't doing as well. But their relationships will still be as dysfunctional as they are today. And, and then.
0: One of the other things too is to open a dialogue at this level too amongst um, men and women too in areas that they're not communicating, and um, Mm -hmm. I would love to call you back in on some of those shows as well um, to be. I would. I would love
1: to. I would love to. like I told you when we got on air or off air before we started this, I I want my mission with this film is to probably be the most hated black man in America by black men, because this is teaching women that you are so valuable Mm -hmm. that. No man should ever be able to take advantage of you or, or you should never open yourself up in that way, uh, sexual intimacy without building a legacy. That know that you are so valuable and that is the most valuable thing that you can possess, and that is yourself. That you give it to, you don't look for any man to validate you. I want men to be just basically cussing me out, saying, well, man, I don't know what's going on, they haven't saw this movie and I can't get none no more. Good.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that would get you hated. Yeah, that would get you hated. I'll take that. I will
1: take that right now. I will right. take that. Yeah. Right. If I get crucified for that one, bravo, because wow. that, that's the thing about it. The women just don't, you know, they—they they, oh, you're, you're valuable, you're queens, and blah, blah, and that's the first temp that comes along. You're a queen, and they fall for that. Mm-hmm. To really know their value internally and to be able to, to believe it and hold on to it and, and resonate it and it, and it glows, then all the jokers get kicked to the side at first, and then a guy can talk about, I want to marry you, and that, you know, that might work, and we can date, and we can hang out and all that, but you know we ain't laying down nowhere until like, I, I need a ring, brother. Sorry. I, I'm worth mm-hmm. way more than that. And mm-hmm. If I got a, a, a nation of black women kicking it like that, it's over, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because then we're going to build healthy marriages, healthy families, healthy communities, healthy neighborhoods, and, and really just a healthy black community. It's, it's over, because women don't understand the power they have to kind of dictate the pace of what our relationships look like um, uh, between men and women. They mm. don't understand that. It's been devalued and it's been stripped from them, and, and boys exploit it, males exploit it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know how much much longer we'll be able to stay on, but um, we're actually Oh, I thought you said stuff. we had a minute. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. yeah, we did. That was gone. Oh, sorry. Time you know ago, I get but, to go on.
1: But you can yeah. tell I'm fired up about this thing, though, man. I'm, Absolutely. I'm telling you, man.
0: But Down we're still online. A great, a great we're recording. If anybody was listening live, they don't hear us. But we're still recording, so a lot of this will still be on as well. So that's uh, it. Yeah. That's it. But,
1: but um,
0: uh, oh, go but, right ahead.
1: Uh, no, I was just saying that, that this is uh, this is uh, when I say this is my best. It's, it's my, my my best work, and, mm-hmm. and the healing and the healing process. This is it. This is ball game right here. Yeah.
0: This yeah. Is it,
1: ball, this, is, this is ball game.
0: And, and the thing I like about your films this is it's not a film you see. <laughs> and you just say, hey, you know, I saw this film. It impacts you. It changes your dialogue. It changes the scope of your life. It helps you to see things differently and question yourself, others, their motives, so forth and so on. So with this, you're, you're really, like I said, stirring the pot. There's something brand new that's going to come up because of this. And um, I just can't wait for it to kind of grow into what it's becoming.
1: And I, I know we talked about you coming down there. But I love I, I think I do have a simulcast. Somebody's doing blog from down there, man. But mm. I, I would love for our people to kind of capture, you know, the the essence that's or the spirit that's coming out of that that thing when those women walk out of that theater after it's over. With. It's going to be powerful, man. It's, it's just I, I can just I can smell it. I, I mean,
0: I, I I knew
1: when I. When I put the camera down that day. I was like, man, I am sitting on a game changer. I started calling my boy. I'm like, dude, yo, I, know, I can't tell you what it's gonna look like when I'm finished, but I'm telling you, in the can right now, I've got a game changer. Wow. And this one, this this thing, you will, I I can pretty much guarantee you will. You have never seen anything like this in black film ever. And I'm not the hype guy. i you know I don't like my stuff up there. Like, it's, it's like in, in whatever. In
0: black film or any film, to tell you the yeah. truth yeah
1: maybe you know, but you know I don't care about all of them because I love my people, so I'm try and worry about it. but I'm saying there's a there's a restoration that can happen with us, and we mm-hmm. can lead the way on this because the the devolution of the family has hit us the hardest. Well what if we're the first to pull it back together and make the model and the role and the role model yes. that the rest of America looks like looks to and right. becomes envious of and
0: and you know what now's the time
1: mhm yeah, it. we time. Done, we've done forty forty fifty years of this foolishness. it's time to turn it back to where we just mm-hmm. were. Absolutely. Well,
0: Jenks, man, uh, you know, I, I wish you the best, and um, I, I know that the great things are coming your way, and I really, really thank you on short notice for getting back to me and making this thing happen. I really appreciate it. And, um, uh, you know, um, hopefully I'll hear your interview tomorrow as well. And, um, you know, uh, it's on WHUR, is that correct? Yeah,
1: I'll be on HUR at uh, 7 o'clock. Okay. So, so actually, the same time that this is on.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the great thing about mine is people can hear both because they can yeah, right. hear my show. Download the to band. their
1: podcast. I love blog talk, boy. Brilliant. Yeah, man. So, man I told you, you before, Mike. Anytime, Mike. Anytime, you were one of the early adopters, is what I call you guys.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Um, and I, and I, I think if I get the story right. What Black Men Think might have been one of the calluses behind why you, you created this show. If yeah, I'm not
0: and I wanted to mention that in the very beginning, too. It was because, again, the show was all about misconceptions, you know, yep. and news and media and what we just believe on GP just because of what we've heard or read without doing any research to back it up. Yeah. And, so, and no, and so the, I
1: know you, and we cool. cool. And I, if I got time, I will do that. And you know what? It don't make no difference where this thing takes me or where I go. You know, I'm, I'm extremely loyal to those people that I know, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take your call before I take Well, I do know Soledad, so that's different. I'll take your call before I'll take <laughs> Suzanne Malvo. Say, I don't know her.
0: <laughs> Maybe that would change just from that statement. <laughs> no one wants to be left out of the loop with you, man, because um, if anybody hears from someone else um, anything about you, it's always hyped and it's always with a big impact because that's what you do. It's no small stories with Jenks Morton. That's for sure.
1: I appreciate it. So uh, let's do this again. And hopefully we can do a follow What I would love to do is, uh, you know, reach out to some of the people who were there after this event and then put a show together. That would be a great, great concept to, to, right. to yeah. after the fact to really like I'm talking all this good stuff now, you know, it's just Jenks running his mouth and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But to hear, to hear firsthand from the women who experienced that night, um, now I haven't even thought about. it. I mean, that's a good. I think that's a good idea. Just yeah. Really say, yeah. Like, here, here's some women who were at the event, and let them speak for, it, let them talk to, it. because the other thing, they'll be able to say it in a language that women can relate to more than me, I
0: mean, Absolutely. more than,
1: than, than I can communicate, rather. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I'll post it, of course, on your your Facebook page tomorrow, and, and let that's people great. be able to hear that, and you can go back in and repost it again and reshare it, and um, you know. Oh. Go ahead and tell other women, too, that are, you know, linking onto your site that they can repost it on their pages as well, and we'll just let the thing fan out, and everyone will get an opportunity to have this um, personal, intimate conversation with you as well.
1: That's great. I appreciate it, Mike. So uh, let's catch up quick, and let's catch up soon.
0: Yeah, and I'll, I'll put together that MP3 for you after the show tomorrow, and I'll try That's to great. email I, it directly to you.
1: I, I appreciate it, Mike. No,
0: no problem. All right. Thanks Look, My thanks problem. a lot, man. appreciate it a lot.
1: You'll be good. All right.
0: You too, man. Thanks. Bye-bye.
1: Peace.